0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Hey, Rob, what's going on?
0: Hey, Gentry, how are you?
2: I'm doing real good right now because I'm thrilled. If you grew up like I did in the '80s and '90s, there are few human beings that have shaped your cultural landscape as much as our next guest we're talking to right now, the great Rob Reiner. What's going on with you, Rob?
1: Hey, thanks for having me. Well, what's up is that we're trying to save our country. To have a virtual reunion of Spinal Tap on October 15th, uh, myself and Chris Guest and Harry Shearer and Michael McKean are going to get back together. We're going to be it's going to be host by Patton Oswald, And we're going to show clips from the show. We're going to talk about it. And it's all to raise money for the uh, Democrats of Pennsylvania. So hopefully we can make sure that Pennsylvania votes blue.
2: I know that you've worked very hard as an activist, uh, damn near your whole life, uh, for many great causes. And I'm very thankful for that, Rob. But I think I, I kind of speak on behalf of a lot of Americans right now that I'm kind of not on either side at this point. Most of us American people are just kind of sick of the fighting and the bickering, and we've been through this COVID-19, and what do you say to those voters out there that are like me, like many Americans, where we just want to go to our barbecues, we just want to go to the movie theater, we just want to love our neighbors, and we don't want all this stuff bickering going on in Washington? What would you say to those people, well, Rob?
1: I would say to them, and this is, it's, it's, is going to sound ridiculously political, but... Then you have to vote for Joe Biden. This is a guy who has done this job of bringing people together. You can't have a guy dividing us. You know, we've been a divided country for a long, long time. And we have the most divisive president we've ever had, who's drawn a, you know, just driven a wedge right through uh, the country and, and divided us even further. So the first thing we got to do is get this pandemic under control to get our businesses back, and we need somebody who can bring both sides together. And this is something that Joe Biden has done his entire life. He's worked across the aisle, both with both sides—Republicans and Democrats—bring them together so we are so we stop yapping at each other and stop screaming at each other. We all have common humanity. We're all the same. We're all just people. We want to live like you say. We want to go to our barbecues. We want to have a nice life and see sporting events. We don't want to see, you know, cardboard cutouts in the in the stands. We want to have a real life again. And the first thing to do to do that is to have a national strategy for dealing with this pandemic. And we have not had that. We've had a president walking around. Right now, he's a, like a he's like a, a a lethal weapon. He's got the pandemic himself, and he's telling people you don't have to wear masks. It's crazy. It's just insane. So we need somebody to bring us all together and say, you know, let's tackle this pandemic, let's get it under control, and then let's go back to having the the, the normal fights that you have politically, how to accomplish global warming, how do how to accomplish good education and health care. There's ways to do it, but we can't even get to the table to talk about any of this stuff because we've got a guy who was just... You know, riling people up and getting people crazy and militia groups. How about the fact that you had a militia group planning to kidnap the governor of? of michigan it, it's insane
2: it's a very sad sad right time our, our guest right now rob reiner he's holding a virtual reunion fundraiser with uh the great band spinal tap It's really sad we lost one of the great rock and rollers here recently eddie van halen one I of the know, great guitar I players i was going to ask you like nigel Tufnel, where does he stack up as the great rock and rollers of uh, of all time with uh you know the great eddie van halen passing
1: well i mean you know all you have to do is look at the great guitar solo that he does in the film and you'll know he's right in there with Jeff Beck and Eric Clapton <laughs> and, and Eddie Van Halen and all the great uh great great uh rock and roll uh virtuosos on the guitar I mean it's not you know he he'd have to you'd have to consider him right in that in that realm
2: who's here on your Mount Rushmore of rock and roll bands because uh, I know you love the Beach Boys but what about the good old rock and roll
1: I love cream. I love I love cream. I love Buffalo Springfield. I love The Doors. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of bands that I, I liked. I mean, uh, you know, Beach Boys is different. They're not. They're like a pop band. I'm more like I more love uh, Brian Wilson and his uh, creativity. But of course, the Beatles. Everybody loves them. But, uh, you know, there's a, listen, I like Ry Cooter. There, I mean, there's a million, uh, million uh, musicians that I
2: love. Spending some time here with one of the great filmmakers of our time, Rob Reiner, who has an event going on with the mockumentary band Spinal Tap, holding a virtual reunion fund. Fraser. Uh, tell us how you can get involved if people want to
1: well you just go to dot it's for pennsylvania dems and you can you know sign up and watch the show and uh it's october 15th and like i say it's hosted by pat Oswald, myself and harry and chris and michael will all be there and we'll be showing clips from the show and talking about it and it should be a lot of fun
2: it sounds like a lot of fun. I want to have a little fun with you since we've got you on. It's a real honor to talk to one of the uh, the greats out of Hollywood, Rob Reiner, of course, his father, the great Carl Reiner, and uh, what a story you've uh, you've told throughout your life through your movies. I-, I wanted to go through some of our favorite scenes from some of your movies, and then just quickly, you could give me a short commentary what what first comes to your mind. So we'll start with okay. the, with the great "Stand by Me," the train and bridge scene.
1: Well, the train and bridge scene was. Uh, you know, the boys were never in trouble. The train was, you know. Hundreds and hundreds of yards behind them, and I used a long lens to make it look like the train was on top of them. And the boys, they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't get upset, they wouldn't cry. And I said, "Boys, you got to think about it. If that train is not going to kill you, I'm going to kill you." I started screaming at them like this. And they started crying, and they run down the track and they cry. and then they jump off the track and they come and they give me a big hug and they said, "We did it, Rob. We did it." And so that was that was a great moment. That you know that the, the boys were just they were so trusting of me that they. Let me get get on them a little bit for for doing that.
2: Brilliant! And the uh, the great movie Misery, written by Stephen King, the hobbling scene. When you think of that scene, first thing that comes to mind when you were shooting that, when you think back uh, on that. First
1: thing was we, it was originally they, she was going to use an axe and going and I said, wait a minute. I said, this we're going too far here. And also, I want this guy to survive this uh, this thing of of. Uh, uh, of Annie Wilkes, you know, because he bu- publishes the book at the end, the one he wrote under dress. And in, uh, in the book, he goes back to writing, uh, misery again. So it was Andy Scheinman, my partner who came up with the idea of putting the wooden block between the two feet. And so that when she hit it with the sledgehammer, the, the, the foot would just, you know, like a hinge, it would go. And that's one of the biggest, oh, moments and the audience goes crazy when they hear it, when they see that.
2: All right. How about the 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 lovely Meg Ryan? Of course, one of the most famous scenes of all time: faking the orgasm at the delicatessen, and at the end, your mom saying, "I'll have what she's having." I mean, that scene. go, yes, go my through mother, that.
1: Who now, because of that line, she becomes one of the great of all time great lines in 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 movie history. I mean, she's right up there with Marlon Brando and and uh, Clark Gable, who says. Uh, Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. My mother, <laughs> yeah. Estelle Reiner's right in there with them because of that. And uh, Meg had a tough time with that scene because she was in front of everybody. And she did it kind of weak a few times. And then I eventually I sat down and I said, Meg, this is the way I want you to do it. And I started screaming, yes, 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 I'm screaming like this. I'm realizing I'm having a, an orgasm in front <laughs> of my mother who's standing over there.
2: Oh what a what a great scene and and then on to the Princess Bride the most passionate and most pure kiss at the very end of the Princess Bride what comes to mind when I when I bring up that scene?
1: Well, you know it's funny because uh, it didn't until recently, but you know I did a we did a reading of Princess Bride, um, and the last thing my father and I ever did, um, I actually played a little boy at the end, and he was the grandfather. And, um, I said, can you come back and read it again tomorrow? And he looked at me and he said, as you wish. And that's the <laughs> last thing my father ever did on camera before he passed away. So that's what I think about now. What, what a I've great story. to think about that.
2: And then moving on to the great scene in the courtroom with Tom Cruise, Jack Nicholson, a few good men, and you can't handle the truth. Take us through that scene. What a great scene in movie history.
1: Well, that, that was, uh, Jack, you know, did that performance that you see. Uh, initially, uh, I said, Jack, you know, you got a big, long speech here. Do you want me to shoot you first or shoot the reaction shots? And I said, you can get a chance to rehearse a little bit. He said, let well, you shoot the reaction shots, and then when you come around and shoot me, I'll be ready to do it. When I st- shoot the reaction shots of Tom and Demi and Kevin Bacon and Kevin Pollock Uh, Jack is off camera, and he's giving exactly the same reading and the same performance that you see eventually when he's on camera. And I said, Jack, you know, maybe you should wait and hold a little of that for when I come around and, and put the camera on you. And he said, Brad, you don't understand. I love to act. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel any time. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.
0: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at Luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boyd were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: He was he was he was there every time. Off camera, on camera, he gave the same performance.
0: Dearest Abigail, I write to you with great longing. And also because I lost your phone number. You see, I recently purchased a new phone and regretfully tried to transfer my data from my old phone myself. The horrors, photos, notes, your number, all gone in a confusing flash. Why, why did I not use AT&T Right To You? I could have bought online and an expert would have brought me my new phone and helped me transfer my data for free. I could be texting you hilarious gifts at this very moment, for AT&T Right To You can deliver as soon as today. Instead, I have delivered unto myself only misery. Also, I lost your mailing address and the data transfer, so I'm not sure why I'm even writing a letter. It's not complicated. Personal delivery, expert setup, all free, as soon as today. With at and right to you. Same-day delivery is subject to availability. Select areas only. Service provided by at and or an authorized provider. Visit att.com slash to you for details and availability
2: some great stories here with uh, Rob Reiner who uh, has an event going on that you can get involved with Spinal Tap to hold virtual reunion fundraiser for the uh, Pennsylvania uh, Democrats. I'm curious to find out what you think about the future of movie making because I've been talking to a lot of you directors and movie stars alike and it's it's we're releasing movies now with virtual movies. What do you think the future of movie making is because it's become a different climate out there. Do you need the big studio to put on the big blockbuster now?
1: Well, I mean, I think we're going to have to see what happens after the pandemic and whether or not people go back to the theaters. Uh I think they'll always go back to the theaters for an event kind of picture, you know, like a big uh, tent pole franchise type movie that needs that big sound and the big, you know, screen and all that, you know, the the action films and the, you know, the Marvel type films. But I don't know if there's going to be room for the, you know, character pieces and, you know, courtroom dramas and you know, romantic pictures. I don't know if the audience will still come back to that because people are getting used to watching these films, you know, on streaming platforms. And, you know, I think what you're going to see is kind of a reduction in the theater uh, audience, and there'll be what they call day and date. You'll see films coming out, in the theaters and on platforms at the same time, so uh, there'll be less people going to the theaters and probably more people watching at home. Except for, like I say, the big, big event pictures. Then I think people will
2: go. Is that good or bad for movie making? If you had to be a director in this new climate, uh, do you think it, more opportunity for you or better situation with the money of the big studio?
1: Well, you know, I I think you know ultimately for people who like to put on a show, which is like which is what I like to do. It's always better to have a shared experience with an audience because then they're, you're you're doing what what you want to do, which is to reach a, a, you know you may reach a lot of people with a streamed film, but you're only reaching them two or three at a time. They're sitting there and they're putting it on pause. They're going to the bathroom, they're getting something to eat. They're not watching it straight through. There's something about, you know, an audience making a commitment to being in a darkened room with each other for two hours and having that shared commitment. And I think that's for, for storytellers, I think it's, it's, it's uh, unfortunate, but in terms of opportunities of making things, I think there'll be more opportunities to make, you know, to make uh, films. But it, I don't think the experience of seeing them will be as
2: good. A lot of people fell in love with you when you start as a meathead on All in the Family, and I've heard a lot of people refer to the character uh, Archie Bunker as sexist and a bigot and a racist. Very similar names that we hear Donald Trump called. Are there any similarities between these two? characters. And when I call them characters, they both are, it seems like.
1: They both are, yeah. There are similarities, yes, in terms of the politics uh, of them, but there's a huge, huge difference between the two. Archie Bunker loved his family and, 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 and cared about other people. I mean, he was a feeling human being. Donald Trump is a sociopath. He has no feelings about anybody but himself. You don't see uh, Donald Trump, he doesn't care about what happens to Melania or to any of the people he's been involved with. Archie really did care about Edith, you know. She may, you know, you may call her a dingbat and all that stuff, but he really did love her. And you could see he had feelings for other people. Uh, Donald Trump doesn't have feelings for other people. He only has feelings for himself, and that's a very big difference.
2: I feel like I read somewhere that your your current wife, your lovely bride, Michelle, has got credit for the photo that was taken on the cover of uh, The Art of the Deal. Is that a true story, yes. that Michelle took that yes. photo?
1: Yes, she did. She was a professional photographer for many years before we got together, and she shot that <clears throat> that, that photo that was used on the the cover of the film, I mean, of the book.
2: One of my favorite movies that you did, of course, it changed my life, uh, Stand By Me, and I believe it changed yours uh, as well, but the line that I love is, I never had any friends later on like the ones that I had when I was 12. Jesus, right. does anyone... Think back to when you were 12. Is that a true statement in your life, Rob?
1: It is. It is a true statement. I mean, it's, it's in the book. It's a line by Stephen King, who's a brilliant writer, and it is true because that's the time in life when you're just going through puberty and all those emotions and feelings are coming out and you can connect with people of your age at that time and the, 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 uh, the connection. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit DiscoverSouthCarolina.com.
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered JumbaCasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: They're very intense, and the feelings you have, the friendship you have is, have is very intense. And it doesn't, you know, I mean, obviously you have... Other kinds of feelings when you meet your your mate and and those kinds of things, and your children. but in terms of friendship, just friendships, I think when you're when you're twelve, that is the strongest time you have those feelings.
2: You just came out with a film recently, uh, Shock and All. any films in the works will we be seeing something streaming soon from the great Rob Reiner?
1: Well, that's the problem right now. i mean i'm I've got a company. Uh, you know, we have Castle Rock, and we just made a deal with Warner Brothers. We we made the deal in May, and we've got 12 projects right now in development. Uh, but when can we shoot them? Uh, you know, they're trying to get these protocols together to you know shoot uh, shows, uh, and they're working at it. But there's but we're not full full force back into production yet in Hollywood, so. Uh, you know, for me, you know, I'm in my 70s. I don't want to go in a, on a set with a lot of people until I know we've got this pandemic under control. Once that happens, then I get back and 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 shoot something. But I got a couple of projects that I'm really excited about and that I want to do. But I I just want to make sure that everybody's going to be safe when we all go back and nobody's going to get. You know, it's not like getting sick and, you know, you're out for a week. You know, you get, for me, I'm in my 70s. I could be sick and then dead. You know what I mean? So I don't want, you know, I want to be safe when I do my next project.
2: All right. Well, be safe and everyone go check out Spinal Tap, holding that virtual reunion fundraiser for Pennsylvania Democrats. It was a real pleasure uh, talking with you, Rob. Hopefully get you on down the road, my man.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Round
0: two. Name something that's not boring